The only reason I know Saint Seiya is under Suasha is because of Jump Force. That's the only reason I know that. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> I thought you actually looked that one up. Dang. Nope. No, I just know because nope. of Jump Force. He learned it from his favorite game. Hey, that game <laughs> was nominated for Best Fighting Game of 2019. Thank you. Or 2020. You and Sonic was the best hero movie of 2020, and hey, we already know hey, how I feel about that. Hey, uh, that is a good movie. Listen. I will fight I, you I, about that. What's up, everyone? Welcome into Animan Plus, episode 35. I'm your host, Alex Light with Sparky3. Hopefully, you are having an incredible day today. Whatever day you are watching or perhaps listening to this podcast on one of the various platforms that we're on. Joining with me, as always, here in studio, I got my guy Zach in here. Zach, how are you doing today? It's going good. Another great day. Time another, to roll. Another great day. Time to roll. Time to knock one out, as we normally do. Uh, joining with us over the phones, we have Josh here. Josh, how are you? I'm doing well. Doing fantastic. Doing great. <laughs> you sound so enthusiastic. <laughs> I'm super enthusiastic. Always ready for it to knock out another one, right? Oh, yeah. Knock them out all day, every that, day. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, there you go. So in today's episode, we're going to be uh, talking about, we got some uh, updated sales numbers on the Weekly Shonen Jump May volumes that recently came out. We've been tracking those as we normally do. Uh, we do have a little uh, follow-up here to what's going on with Berserk with the recent passing of the author, unfortunately. And we also have a little bit of a tidbit of uh, One Piece news that we're going to talk about. It's actually kind of neat celebrating the uh, 100th volume that is set to come out sometime this year. Um so with that said, let me go through some quick plugs here for you. If you want to follow us, stay up to date with everything we have going on at Animan Podcast over on Twitter is the is the place to go. That's where we're the most active. I wouldn't really worry about the other social accounts too much, but hey, you know, if you want to go follow the others, feel free. We'll we'll be back on there eventually, probably. Uh, reminder here: we do have my other podcast, my uh, gaming podcast now, strictly gaming now, strictly gaming with a, a new slight name tweak of yep. Lighthearted Gamers, which uh, Zach here is my co-host on. You can follow us on Twitter at LH Gamers Podcast. Go follow us there, where we share some news, you know, put out some predictions, stuff like that. And you know, that show we we're back for like what four episodes now? We've done or three around there, three? Yeah, no four. Yeah, we've done th- uh, we've done four episodes back now. It's rock and rolling. Numbers are looking good, by the way. Oh, they're going yeah, up. Cool. No- yeah, numbers are looking good. I'm liking what I'm seeing on the numbers. You know, it's good to have that show back into the fold, especially right now. We yeah. like episode 42 of Lighthearted Gamers is going to be electric. This has been a crazy week for gaming stuff. Not as not as crazy for anime stuff though. I no. feel you know I feel like we got a little bit of a, a shorter script today, which you know it's not really a big deal. It gives us a chance to talk a little bit more about the anime where we don't necessarily feel as rushed. I mean we we don't normally feel rushed. We don't care if this show goes on for a while, but you know we like to you know sometimes not drag it out for two hours. You Shoot. know, you say there's nothing news out there, but because of a couple episodes back when you and Josh decided to go on a tirade about Dragon Ball, for whatever reason my phone sounded like. Oh, Dragon Ball? I will let you know of anything Dragon Ball related on Twitter. I was like, I don't care. Stop. I literally don't care. (laughs) Yeah, that would be our fault. Apologies there. You know, but oh well. You know, it is what it is, right? Uh, Last couple plugs here is with the Lighthearted Gamers coming back, we do have the Pokemon 25th and Zelda 35th special that's set to come out. Uh, The Pokemon 25th special. Jesus, sorry. Oh, you're good. 
the Pokemon 25th special actually should have already been recorded. Josh was supposed to come over this past week and record with, with, with me, but I had an emergency pop up and we did not uh, get around to getting the, that recording done. Uh, so we're going to plan to record it here in a couple of weeks. It's still slated to come out in June, probably late June now. And the Zelda 35th is going to set to come out in July. Probably going to line it up around with the Skyward Sword HD release. Uh, and lastly, if you want to support us further, don't feel obligated to, but the Patreon is a great way to do so. Patreon.com forward slash Sparky3. If you got you know some extra dollars under the couch cushion you want to throw our way, we'd greatly appreciate it. But you know, don't feel obligated. Just be a friend, tell a friend about the show, and that's enough for us. Uh, with that said, let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's kick things off with some One Piece news. Got a couple of little tidbits of One Piece uh, that is celebrating Volume 100 coming out. That's a, obviously a massive accomplishment. We just had the massive accomplishment of a thousand chapters come out not too long ago. Yep. Uh, we did get the cover reveal for One Piece Volume 99, which you know most, which featured a wide range of characters, but like the big centerpiece character was uh, Big Mom. And the, the interesting news about this is volumes 99, 100, and 101, put them together, makes one giant picture of everything kind of going on in Wayno. So, like, okay. uh, volume 100 will feature Luffy as the center front, and mm-hmm. volume 101 will feature Kaido as the center front with, you know, a wide mass of characters yeah. all fit around. But that's a nice little tribute there to celebrate uh, volume 100 coming out. And with that said, uh, there's actually going to be 100 taxis over in Japan that's going to have One Piece panels on their windows to celebrate volume 100 coming out. So that's uh, it's just a cool little tidbit that I came do you, across. Do you think if you manage to um, see all the taxis and line them up properly, it'll just do one of the volumes, just chapter for chapter or page for page? That's a good question. And I would be very curious to hear the answer for that. Or do you think that with it be really being cool. Japan, if you manage to ride in all the taxis, you get like a stamp or something. And if you click, they all have like a hundred different things. And if you collected, maybe you get something special with it being Japan. You know, it wouldn't shock me if this ends up being a thing. I think that'd be really cool. It wouldn't shock me either. This is why I'm suggesting it. Yeah, that'd be really cool. You know, Josh is the the big One Piece fan here on this show. You know, hearing that uh, volumes, you know, 99, 100, 101 are all going to create one giant image. Does that make you maybe want to pick up the volumes when they finally end up coming out for us? You know, just for collective purposes type of deal? You, you know, that's, that's a definite possibility but i'm one of those people that if i'm gonna you know buy those i'm gonna have to buy the other like 99 man i feel you that's why i don't i haven't bought a lot yeah. of manga. <laughs> yeah. i can't just buy a couple it's rough if i yeah and i don't know where i'd put them or where i get the money for it um i also <laughs> you know had a, the thought that you know pirates getting around the uh, the restriction in uh in Japan on like pirating manga and stuff. And now they can just read it in taxis for free. That's true. And here I am support digital releases, people. <laughs> Good guy. <laughs> Good guy. Zach here. <laughs> yeah. We all stress to support the official release, even though we personally kind of maybe dance around it sometimes. Like, yeah, uh, I know, I know, I know Zach and I dance around it with, uh, you know, uh, like Eden zero and a couple things that we read, but, other than that, we, we I, say support the official release. I, I dance around it for Eden Zero, but I have actually started buying the Tokyo Revengers digitally. Have you? Yeah. Okay. All right. If I can't read it or watch it legit, I'm just not going to read it or watch it. Yeah, see, now that, that's respect. That's how Josh is. Okay, so I'm say this, Josh. You, If it's not true, so be it. I feel like he does that because he doesn't want to bother finding it. That's probably accurate. Is that accurate, Josh? All right, first off, 
first off, I learned my lesson last year when I wanted to read Demon Slayer and had to read 20 chapters of nonsensical bullshit. After that, I will never look for it. That's pirated again. That's totally fair. Those chapters it that is, we read were kind of rough. Then you'll say it was it like was, gang, gangster demon slayers. Basically, basically, it was like it was an obs, an, uh, just an unreasonable amount of cursing. Like just like I mean, I'm fine with cursing. You guys listen to the show. You guys know I curse. It's a thing. But like, but it was that was it was 100 percent out of character for uh, what's his name, Taiju, crybaby like Taiju to be like. You motherfucker, I'm gonna bust your ass, motherfucker. I will kill you, bitch. And just being like, is this what he would really say, though? Right. Like, yeah, okay. after that, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, hey, I can give you some good sources to read Tokyo Revengers. You know, just give you a porn pop up every couple chapters. But yeah, that's see, about yeah it. I'm, not, I'm not super into that because, you know, I do try to read some at work. And imagine just sitting there reading it, it just like hits pop up and everyone's just like, so what the fuck are you doing, bro? God. Mind your business. Don't, don't mind what I'm just doing. Just stare them down and be like, what? You don't? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what, what's your damage, man? Just let me do my thing. This is a free country. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, next piece of news we've got here is uh, Saint Seiya Next Dimension is set to come back from hiatus and we'll get the Shonen Champion cover and lead color pages. I have no idea what Shonen Champion is. I don't know. I get just one of their other magazines, I guess. You know, I know they have multiple. I keep finding out about new ones of, from Shonen Jump that I've never even heard of. But I mean, there's tons now, of magazines we never know. That's true. That's true. Is this, is this technically from Shonen Jump? Or is it just like a, from, another it's, magazine? Like, it's from um, Shoeisha. I mean, that's all I know. Okay, all right. So, you know, it's all in the I was about to bro. say, like, I don't know if Weekly Shonen Magazine is Shonen Jump. Because I think, if I'm not wrong, Shonen just basically means, like, for a younger male audience. It's basically, like, Yeah, no, that, that's place. correct. Uh, no, uh, I'm pretty sure that Shonen Champion comes from uh, Shoeisha. Uh, who does Weekly Shonen Magazine? That's, uh, what, Kodansha? I think that's Kodansha. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, that's Kodansha, and then there's Shueisha that has. We don't do research, people. Yeah, I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible <laughs> host. If you guys haven't figured this out yet, you know, hey, what's up? I'm a terrible host of this show, but no, it's uh, Kodansha for Weekly Shonen Magazine and Shueisha for uh, Weekly Shonen Jump and everything. And the only reason I, it, <laughs> the only reason I know Saint Seiya is under Shueisha is because of Jump Force. That's the only reason I know that. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> I thought you actually looked that one up. Dang. Nope, no, I just know because nope. of Jump Force. He learned it from his favorite game. Hey, that game <laughs> was nominated for best fighting game of 2019. Thank you. Or 2020. You and Sonic was the best hero now? movie of 2020. And hey, we already know hey, how I feel about that. Hey, uh, that is a good movie. Listen. I will fight I, you I, about that. I hate to interrupt this golden conversation here, but if, if I remember correctly, we had a whole rant where you started like shitting on Jump Force. Yeah. So now you're flip flopping. Now no. it's the best game of 2019 or whatever. Look, I, I, I just, mean, I, bro, I, I, just I don't like, know. Hold where on, you're hold from. on, hold on. It is a terrible game. Okay, terrible game, horrible. But I just love to point out the fact that it was nominated for best fighting game of 2020. Now, granted, that's obviously because. There's not many fighting games that come out throughout the year. I mean, hell, for you know, no, it was be, yeah, it was best. Uh, it was 2019 nominated because 2020 nominated, for example, had the had the damn One Punch Man game was nominated for best fighting game. One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows. 
It's just because there's not many fighting games that come out. Your winners are always going to be, you know, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. But every once in a while, you might sneak a shitty anime game in there just because there's no other options. So it's just it's just funny. It's just funny to point out that, oh, look, Jump Force was nominated for best fighting game of 2019. Just like One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows is nominated for 2020. Are you calling Dragon Ball Fighter Z a shitty anime game? Because as far as I'm aware, that's like one of the top tier fighting games right now. No, yeah, that that that's a good one. That's a good one. But then you have other ones like One Punch Man and Jump Force that come out. So okay. oh, and the My Hero Academia one. Yeah, One's Justice. Yeah, those are not good. Those are not good. Maybe not one. they did release just a new um, My Hero mobile game. Yep. Uh, have you guys checked that out yet? I have it downloaded in my phone, but I haven't sat down to play it yet. I've read online that people are saying that it's actually a really good game. Yeah, no, I, I've seen it. I haven't messed with it, but yeah, that's what I've read as well, is that people saying yeah. they really like it, Yeah, surprisingly. Josh? I have no interest in looking into it. Is it just because it's a mobile game? Mm, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, that's fair. I mean, I, I mean I'm going to play it. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Why not? I'm balls in on, on one mobile game. I don't want to do it to it for another one. Pokemon Go? Yeah. Yeah, you are very balls in on that. Yes, I am. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to the news. Back, <laughs> back back to the actual show. We had a, we had a fun little tangent there. Uh, so, uh, Japan could potentially extend the state of emergency with COVID into June. So, just wanted to make that known in case you see any anime delays, of the, like the current season, current ongoing stuff. That's going to be more than likely the reason why. Uh, one random little shout out that I wanted to give because it cracked me up when I saw it is, you know, with uh, the current chapters going on with My Hero Academia, uh, we have, you know, introduced um, a new hero turned villain character, uh, Lady uh, Nay uh, Grant, I, I believe is what it, how, you, how, how you pronounce it. I'm probably horribly wrong on this. You guys know how I am pronouncing things. And everyone is simping over her right now on the Internet. And uh, for the uh, preview for this new chapter that just came out, uh, 313, you know, Shonen Jump official Twitter, put something up about it. And there was someone that commented where it's just like, I just, I want to go ahead and apologize for who I'm going to become when this gets animated because, you know, they're going to simp over them. And the, the official Twitter for Weekly Shonen Jump responded saying they do not blame them to, to simp over, simp over this new character. I just thought, I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, I may simp over. We'll see. You know, we'll see. We've got more stuff to come. Really been enjoying these past couple chapters, though. The, really been enjoying the past couple chapters of My Hero. Uh, some other chapters that I've also been enjoying here recently and going to continue to enjoy is Tokyo Revengers. The manga has is confirmed to be entering its final arc with 207, which if, if you're reading it, you probably could have very easily guessed that, which is kind of where we are at things right now. Uh, but it was confirmed at the, you know, with, I, I think it was, I think it was at the end of the chapter. Yes. Yeah. It was at the end of the chapter. It did confirm that it is entering its final arc. Uh, so really excited to see what's going to come next. 207 was a good chapter. Really enjoyed it. Uh, next up, we got Lupin the Third gets a sixth anime series for its 50th anniversary. Woo! Yeah. Zach's pumped about this. I personally don't have any interest. Lupin the Third's all right. There, I never got super into it. It was just okay. I mean, I enjoy it. I own the first five seasons and like three movies, so. Uh, damn, yeah, yeah that, that that's, one, that's definitely really enjoying it. <laughs> which one's the one where uh, the, the intro is basically them just saying his name like 50,000 times? Say that again? Like, there's one that, because I only, what, apparently there's five series, five different series for Loop on the Third. And I remember watching one, but the intro was like, Loop on the Third, Loop on, and it was just that for like three minutes. 
Uh, if I remember correctly, that's either the third or fourth season. All right. It's been so a while which, since I've listened to the opening, so. Whichever one that is is the one I watched. <laughs> okay. Well, right on. <laughs> I was just saying, like, I enjoyed it. Like, I'm, I'm hyped. Oh, well, it's good, good that you're hyped. Are you also hyped over, you know, Prince of Tennis movie coming out? Yes. I know you are. <laughs> that was such a quick answer. By the way, just, yes, please give me Prince of Tennis. <laughs> we also have the Slam Dunk movie coming out, right? I think, yes. I think yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's a good time to be a sports manga fan, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Got Shaquille O'Neal in it, I hear. <laughs> uh, is it going? Myself. Do what now? I said I got Shaquille O'Neal in it. I hear from myself. Oh yeah, it's you know sources, dude. Trust me. That's basically what we yeah. just got here. Uh, what we also have here is we also have uh, probably you know obviously going to be the uh, the last reported sales numbers um, potentially for the May volumes of Weekly Shonen Jump. These numbers I have were like the end of last week. I have I didn't see a new update, so we may get a new update here in the next couple days leading into the June volumes. Which do we know what's coming out in June yet? I don't rem- I don't think I saw anything come out yet for what we have coming out in June. I know Ball Parade will be one. Mm-hmm. I know Witch Watch Volume One is one. Aikashi Triangle I believe got its next volume. Uh, but what, what's, what's, what's coming next? I, I know it was announced, um, you know, like a couple months ago. I just can't remember. Is, do we have a new, is, you know, is 99 set for June or is 99 set uh, for one piece set for July? Do we remember? J- is JJK got a new one coming out? I don't, I personally don't remember. I'm not sure. I know for sure. Uh, in June, Spy Family's light novel comes out and then the next volume comes out in July. Okay. That's about as far as I know. I want to say June was the month where we had One Piece and JJK going to be going head to head. So I'm pretty sure that we got a new volume for those two. Still no Elusive Samurai. Yeah, still no 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 confirmation on volume one for Elusive Samurai. It's, that that's probably going to be eluding volume two. It is it is eluding it. Yes, it's doing very very good at its title. But anyway, so for the May volume sales, probably want to be one of the last you know the second probably last reporting. Uh, Mashal volume six, hundred eight k. Undead Unluck volume six, forty three k. Yozakor Family volume eight, thirty three k. Phantom Seer. Volume three, rest in peace. Twenty two k. That's actually not too bad. And I till see volume one. I didn't have a rank because of how bad it sold, but the last reported that we had was around 2K, so not obviously good. Uh, yeah, I tell C is dead. Yes. Yeah, mega dead, dude. Rip. Yeah, big dead. So um, maybe we'll get some actual hard numbers on it here in a few days, but it's not like it matters. Dude, I think it's dead as can be. Uh, and then the last thing we have going on is involving uh, Berserk. You know, we just had the uh, recent passing of Kentaro, unfortunately. and uh, But apparently the Berserk manga is going to set to be continued with the assistant. Uh, said in an interview recently, just said, yeah, I'll do my best. You know, so, I mean, it's, co- it's cool to see that the uh, Berserk manga is not going to end. Just cold turkey, that it is going to continue. You know, we are in a an age now where if things would happen to X artists, you know, they're, they have, they do have assistants set up to continue. Like I know Oda is one, for example, mm-hmm. if something would happen mm-hmm. to Oda, one piece will for sure continue. His assistants know everything that's supposed to go down, but kind of wonder how it's set up for, you know, um, with berserk, was there already like a, a full blown, like in goal, like this is where we're going or is an assistant just going to have to kind of create it himself? You know what I mean? Yeah. That is sort of the down part of this. Cause that's going to feel bad for the assistant. Cause yep. Even if there is sort of a guideline of Kentaro left for of a plot line or story boards to follow, you can never know unless he wrote like very detailed stuff. Yep. You can never know exactly 
how exactly you wanted everything to go in order. All those systems, I can guess, says whatever's left behind and run with it. And regardless of what happens, if it turns out good, great. If it doesn't, freaking people are going to savage at them. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I feel like, you know, with assistance, I'll, I mean, a lot of them don't switch out. So, you know, let's say, you know, this dude was hopping and not for years. He's got to ha- at least have a pretty good idea of where, you know, of what he needs to do, where it needs to go to, like, you know, keep it in line. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, got to have a little faith. Because it's not like, you know, it, it might not be like an Otis situation where he, like, tells the people close to him, like, you know, if this happens to me, this is exactly where I want this to go. Right. So, which... I don't know if we talked about this last week, but the whole, like, you know, Kentaro's whole death, like, brought, like, made Hunter Hunter trend. Because mm-hmm. all the fans of Hunter Hunter were like, you know, there it was like a split between them where, like, half were like, you know, I don't care if it ever finishes. Like, uh, Togashi's health is way more important. And then the other half, like, do better finish this before he dies. Which is fucked up. Which, but- which is fucked up. And what makes it even worse is I don't believe he has an assistant. His assistant is his wife. Yeah. So I don't, I think if something happens to him, it's not getting finished period. I mean, I don't think it's getting finished period <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it is either, but I mean, he did say in an interview a few years ago that, you know, that was brought up with it. Tw- training was like, he would really like to finish it before he dies. Like technically he said, technically I've, d- I've done one ending, but there's so much left that I like, I can still do that. I want to do. And I hope to like continue it. And this was like a couple years ago, so mm-hmm. maybe. I always like to throw Hunter Hunter news in there whenever I can. I've been rewatching it; it's my favorite series ever. Besides One Piece. Yeah, besides the One Piece, I was about to say. You know, it's like hold yeah. on, hold on. Um, yeah. Now, uh, when it comes to Zach, what you were saying about you know if it's not good content, people are gonna like kind of basically roast them. I hope that won't be the case. I really hope it it isn't turn out that way. It's just. I, I see what you're pointing. Yeah. yeah, I see it. I see. I, I just assume hope it won't the be. assistant knows, as Josh was saying, but I just feels rough for the guy who's yeah, left yeah. in that position. If just regardless of what happens, it's unfortunately going to fall off on him just because he's now the focal point. Yep. And fan yep. bases can be either really nice or absolutely awful depending yeah. on how things roll. So. Oh yeah, I was just going to say the fan base is already kind of pissed off. So it, you know, his continuation may not get a lot of love just because a lot of people are legitimately pissed that Kentaro did die without finishing Berserk. So I think anything so stupid. It is stupid, but it's legit. Like people are legit pissed off about it. So I can see the continuation not getting as much love. Kind of almost like, you know, how Attack on Titan hasn't gotten a lot of love with its ending. Right. Yeah, man. It's dude, it's so stupid that people are actually mad about this. Like at what point do we have to step back and realize that our love for these stories and these fandom, like our, like your fandom for something has gone too far when you're getting pissed off that a series that you love won't be finished or be finished properly. Let's say that because of, because of, let's say a passing, like that's just, that's stupid. Like we gotta, we gotta take a step back as the, as a community, you know, we got, we gotta take a step back. And it's the same yeah. thing with what Josh, what you're saying about the Hunter Hunter thing. Like 
yo, I, I, I get it. People love Hunter Hunter. It's a legendary series. I think that's fair to say. Um, and I get the frustration and, you know, for that it's gone on hiatus, but I mean, come on, man, we got to take a step back. Like people, you know, saying that, you know, that you better finish this series, for, you know, before you die because of it, like, come on, man, we got to take a step back as a community. We, we have to, like, we can't, we can't do that, dude. That's just toxic, yeah. man. We're not here for that. Anyway, let's talk about, so let's talk about, uh, what we're watching this week. What, let's talk about all of our anime. Uh, I caught up on everything except the latest episode of Two Year Eternity, episode seven. I did not get around to watching, but I did catch up on six, both episodes of seven of, of Eden's, uh, zero and seven Ellie Sins. Let's kick things off with My Hero Academia, season five, episode nine. This was, uh, match four, uh, one episode for the match four, mm-hmm. uh, which was the Bakko episode. Uh, very good episode, in my yes, opinion. I, I love, I loved this oh, episode. Yeah. This episode was fantastic, in my opinion. You know, just overall, what did you guys think about it? I loved every, I loved almost every single bit of it. I forgot how much that class B and round four got shat on. Yeah, dude, they got, oh, yeah, <laughs> they got obliterated. <laughs> I, I would like to throw out that, like, <laughs> halfway through this, I just like started laughing really hard because that dude's name is Jack Mantis and he has thighs and all I could think was I can cut that. Yeah, dude, me too. Me too. Like, you know, as soon as I saw the name <laughs> pop up Jack Mantis and he's like coming his arms crossed at the blades, I, I, I just, I said out loud, I can cut that. Oh man. Exactly what I did. Yeah. You think that was on purpose because at the time Black Clover would have been out at that time when that was originally in the manga. Yes. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I wouldn't be surprised just because we've also mentioned how Chainsaw Man makes an appearance in the series as well. So, true. yeah, spoiler alert: Chainsaw Man is canon in yeah. My Hero. You know that little Easter egg. Do you think it's going to make it into the anime? I mean, I, I so. think it will, but I feel like it's going to be similar to like what One Piece has done through the years with Panda Man. It'll be in there, but it's not going to be a focus shot or anything, right? Yeah. So you have to be really looking yeah. for it to see it. I'm be looking for. I it. mean. That brings up the other question of like my hero cameos, I guess. Since here recently, he's put a shit ton of like Mario references in it. Like, yes, do you think those will make it in? Yeah. I guess we'll see. I, I I hope they make it in. Be faithful to the manga. Put it in. I want to. I want to see Chainsaw Man in My Hero Academia. Let's do it. Season six. Let's do it, man. I want to see it. But no, uh, for this episode, though, man, it was honestly phenomenal. Like I said, it was the match four. Finished it up in one episode this time of just a steamroll with Bakugo, uh, Jiro, uh, Sugar Sugar Guy. I don't I don't even know his name. I, I have no idea his hero name or his actual name. I have no idea. I just know one of his moves is Sugar Rush. I mean, I believe that is his. Is his hero name Sugar Rush? I believe so. I, I have no idea. He's one of, he's one of those obscure... Char- you know, main like cast of characters that you that gets no time at all. He's one of the two unfortunate yeah. in class one A that gets no showtime. Him and the animal talking guy. Yeah, the animal talking guy too. Yeah, they both they both get shafted pretty much consistently. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, this was just a uh, a beat down with uh, with Bakugo, and this was a great like you know this you know for Bakugo fans out there, this is another step in the direction of his character development. You know, the first, like, real step in his character development that, you know, at least in my opinion, the first big step was, you know, the uh, the fight with Deku. 
that was the first big step. There were there were a few things before there, you know, that was kind of leading up to it, but that was the first massive step for his character development. And this episode is now teasing further along his character development that's going to continue to be explored going up into what's going to be season six. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in this episode, as, you know, the battle's going on and you come back in, like, flashbacks of the plan, Bakugo's saying, it's like, when you guys are in trouble, I'll save you. But when I'm in trouble, you guys save me. You know, where it is teamwork, but, you know, to everyone else watching at first, they're just like, oh, Oh, he's just taking the lead. He's just an asshole. And then, yeah. uh, but in, real, in reality, he has changed and he is, you know, trying to in- implement teamwork, which through that one, uh, that one dickhead with the copy cork, I don't remember his name from class B yeah. off where he's just like, wow, he's actually changed. Oh shit. Caught Deku yeah. off guard, caught all might off guard, had a nice little shot after the fight where, you know, when they were coming up, all might came up to him. He's like, oh, I got chills. And then, He's like, what, do you have a cold or something? Get a quick, get a coat. Get out of my way. And, and uh, you know, I love the shot with uh, Deku and Baka where uh, Deku's just like, Kachan. And, De- and Baka immediately yells, get out of my way. And Deku's like, I'm not in your way, though. <laughs> yeah. Love that little shot. But, no, this was a great episode, dude. Love this yeah. episode. And, and, you know, it's really important, too, that the teamwork is what really caught everyone off guard. And, was the whole reason why Class B like lost is because they were expecting Bakugo to just be like wild card and yeah. do everything himself. And they thought they could just pick off everyone else. So that was you know really cool to see that that you know changed so much to just throw everything. True. True. And, uh, you know, starting with uh, episode 10, man, we got the final match, which yep. is this is the big one we've been waiting for because we have a pretty big moment coming up with Deku that's going to be, you know, it's going to, for anime only viewers, you guys are going to, you guys are going to get pretty hyped here. And probably from the preview shot, maybe like the end of this episode, episode 10, maybe, maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll see it happen. And then episode 11 will, it'll be explored, is my guess. Um, so yeah, anime only viewers, you guys are in for a treat. No, it's sort of funny re-looking, watching this all animated and everything and re-looking at the teams and going, Deku's team's really weak. Oh, right. <laughs> and just how they call it out of the beginning, I was like, you know, they're right. I did not realize that when I was reading this. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Josh, how was uh, One Piece 975? What do we got going on over there? Uh, you know, not, not a whole lot, which is what's really sad about you know the current backstory is that it's not a whole lot of like new information it's basically just how this happened um so basically this episode was how uh kinemon razio uh don't remember his name and momosuke got uh transported 20 years in the future it was basically you know basically all that occurred you know kaido came and attacked uh uh toki and Momosuke and Hyori and yeah that's basically all that happened the next episode is just going to be showing you know what happened to the rest of the retainers uh for the 20 year span between that and what's happening currently so it's just a couple more episodes of not a lot to talk about before we get into stuff that is going to be a lot to talk about all right you know what feels bad hearing this Hmm. just because I know how one piece usually goes Odds are, once it gets through all this backstory, it's going to be like two, one, to t- well, two to three episodes of just recap of, now that we're out of this, this is everything that happened for yeah. these episodes to remind you what's going on here. Yeah, we're just like complete off-the-wall filler or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I technically, I think they're treating this arc as a filler arc, even though it's, you know, it's like filler canon because it's in the manga as well. Right. Um, 
So I'm hoping that this is the the filler that leads up to uh because it it has been significantly extended to a point that you know there are things that definitely weren't in the manga. So it even feels drawn out in the anime like it did for you reading it weekly. Yeah, so watching it re- weekly that's and, it, and that's brutal because like because <laughs> like this episode was really like one thing happened, but it was just like just so spaced out with other things. I was just like, okay, cool. Cool. All right. All right. That's the thing that happens for the episode. So that's rough. Yeah. That's yeah. rough, man. I mean, that's how it's been for a little bit. It's just you know, it's all stuff we already know. It's just showing how it happened now instead of yeah. you know, just knowing that it happened. And it's just like there's not really anything to talk about or explain because, like, I mean, we all know. Right. Okay. Well, let me know when we actually get to uh, the good stuff that I really care about, and I'll probably hop in. I will. Right now, I'm just watching everything like you know that Crunchyroll put will put out on YouTube, whatever, uh, from clips from episodes. That that's what I'm keeping up with right now in terms of the One Piece anime. I'm just watching those at the moment. Well, the the next episode is titled "20 Years in the Future to Present Day," so I'm assuming that this is the last part of the Odin backstory, and it will lead off into what's happening soon. Gotcha. So I feel like I hope hope this is the last episode. Gotcha. Okay, well, uh, what about uh, Dragon Quest, episode 33? What's going on over there in the, the world of the Dragon Quest? They just got uh, a new game announcement and stuff. Yeah. Shout out to Dragon Quest fans. I know you guys are probably pretty pumped. So what do we have going on for the anime? So, it's rough being Pop. <laughs> that's that's the normal trend. Like, Pop has a sad story. <laughs> First, he's, Should it have made it into the bonus cast? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, at this point, I feel like because he was... His character was written to be an asshole, so he'd be hated by the fan base, only to have a redemption that doesn't matter because the fan base already hates him. Now, he ha- he tries and goes after his love, but she's in love with this dark, edgy guy, and he saves her when he can't. She leaves him, and then all this shit. Then he gets killed, only to <laughs> and make he gets killed to make his final sacrifice be useless because he didn't finish off the person, so he just died. And then when he's in heaven, he gets friggin' mocked by our little golden slime thing even in death which brings him back and then in this episode Hadlar and his last retainer used magic to <laughs> more or less bring him out and put him off his guard by taking a form of ma'am and then just to beat him dude just died he came back to life so he chose to do guard duty and he gets he just gets beat on <laughs> It's rough being Pop, man. Yeah, Pop has a rough life, man. Gets beat on in the anime. Gets beat on in real life from the fans. You know, Pop ha- Pop has a rough time. I mean, so the main thing what happened in this episode is it's after the fight with Borrow. Everyone's wounded and whatnot, and they're trying to heal up. And um, so Hadlar and his last uh, Legion commander, I forget his name. He's the mage dude. Uh, decide they're going to attack. And decide to stealth attack him by throwing out a mystic fog that puts him in a sleep. And for whatever reason, it doesn't really dive deep into it. Pop's not as effective with it. So the mage transforms into ma'am, making him believe she's shown up there. And Pop seems like he's on guard because some of the things he says, he sort of triggers and Pop's like, that doesn't make sense. But then suddenly they go, well... When he suggests to go and meet everyone, he's like, well, let's stay out here. I want to be with you. And he, Pop naturally goes, okay. <laughs> All right. And gets stabbed in the neck. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh. He gets stabbed in the neck with, and injected with poison. 
Oh, poor Pop. Yeah. Pop may be a bitch, but he didn't deserve that. And then also, I forgot. So we killed the love triangle between Hyunkul, Ma'am, and Pop. And then now we have a love triangle of Ma'am, Pop, and our seer girl, uh, Meryl. Because she apparently has a thing for <laughs> Pop. And when she sees the fake Ma'am with him, she's just like, what am I thinking? It's just because I'm jealous. It's just, I just start to walk away. And it's just like, really, another love triangle? Seriously? And this time it's Pop. <laughs> Let Pop have some love. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, more or less he gets poisoned. Everyone's been put to sleep. And as they're about to kill him, uh, Marchov, the super mage, shows up and fights him. Uh, they have a nice little standoff of uh, sizzle spells hitting each other. As Martov's about to perish, Pop reaches out with his mind to die, saying, Die, come help. Die naturally hears him in his mind, comes out. And freaking absorbs that shit into his fist. <laughs> his fist blocks the, slightly absorbs the magic and just reflects it like it's a freaking uh, mirror force. Yes. <laughs> and just like, yeah, that was easy. And then after that, they rest up. Martrov gives them Ivan's books. Like, here, you might need this. It's his book he wrote after his adventuring days. This is good for a bunch of you greenhorns. And they then set off to leave to continue their adventures, all of them getting in a uh, wagon to go. Sounds like the princess is going to go to her country and actually do princess things. Princess things. Uh, and actually run her country like she should have, but didn't. Uh, Pop is still going to be Pop. Hunkle Normal. And Crocodile's going to carry on for a bit till they separate, which wouldn't be surprising to me. And... As they're leaving, Dai has a nice little moment and looks over to the lake where, in this country they've been in the whole time of Sears and whatnot, just looks over this lake all nice and just, he's like, I'm going. And we just have a shot of Barham staring at him. <laughs> I was just like, okay, this is a weird moment, but carry on. <laughs> and they go off. And I assume we're going to get reintroduced to Ma'am next episode. I'm sorry. I know you're not a ma'am fan. I mean, I might be now that they've dealt with the issue of she apparently specked wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. She did. Freaking running as a healer when she's apparently supposed to be a martial artist. Because the <laughs> next episode, they apparently go to a martial arts tournament. It's just like, and in the preview, it's just like, Di and Pop are shocked by a contestant. I was like, it's ma'am, right? It's a martial arts tournament. She went to be a martial artist. It's in the damn city she went to to be a martial artist. Just say it's ma'am, assholes. <laughs> All right, right on. What what, what about uh, Tokyo Avengers episode seven? How you guys feeling about that one uh, this week? This was uh, just a you know continuation of what we had started up in six, where we have a couple members of Toman and uh, what what's the other gang's name? Um, uh, Morbius, Mobius, yeah. Mobius, Mobius, yeah. Um, surprised I remembered that. Uh, but yeah, Mobius. Do you remember the guy's name in the red jacket? Osanai. Okay, cool. Yeah, look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Also, before we continue with this, because, you know, it is the ongoing joke that I'm a terrible host, so I want to further drive the the record that I'm a terrible host. Hey, shout out to the fact that we put out a bonus cast for Best (laughs) Backstories. If you guys were going to check that out, we'd appreciate that. Anyway, Tokyo Revengers Episode 7, yeah, we had the follow-up of uh, Mobius and Tomen. You know, the few members of Tomen, most notably, we have obviously our leader, Mikey. We Mm -hmm. have Dragon. Takamichi's there, and then uh, Payon and Payon. Yeah. Is that that their yep. name? I don't look at that. I'm remembering stuff. Uh, but yeah, we had then we had that little fallout there. But uh, how do you how do you guys feel about this episode though? 
I mean, I enjoy it. I mean, it was a good little buildup of the situation of Takamichi trying to figure things out together, why Draken apparently died in the parking lot, and what led to that. Mm -hmm. And just our slow devolving into Takamichi losing everything he loves. Yeah. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Josh, you got on it. It was interesting to see, like, you know, from all... Everything leading up to this, like, you know, you'd never think that Draken and Maki would ever have a falling out, and then what they're having a falling out over. Yeah. Um, was interesting to see. True. And I, I love the whole end, like, portion of the episode where, like, they just keep destroying, like, like you said, just everything that Takamichi loves. Started with the puzzle. Yeah. Started with the puzzle yes. where he was so upset, and then Draken's like, I said I was sorry. And Takamichi's like, I know, but I spent like three I spent like three days on this. Like, come on, man. And then yeah. just one thing after another. It's like, wait, no, don't destroy that. That that's from you know, like when me and my dad went to go do this. Oh no, don't do this, destroy that. That's my first bike or whatever it was. Just one that thing was after another. My memory dad in fourth grade or I hit my first home run. Yeah, don't please don't. And he snaps it over his knee. He's like, No, bro. Oh man. Which leads to Takamichi going Super Saiyan. Yeah, basically. Basically. Which was super sad, that's when it ended. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Was. It'll be a good way I to kick like off the next episode, though. He's got a lot of shit just sitting outside. That's true. You know, after he doesn't after, have a yard, so it's literally in the street. That's so true. When I was watching all this happen, it, I, I didn't really think about when I read it. I'm just like, you know, he just has a lot of important shit to him just sitting outside right now. Did you not just leave shit out in your front yard when you were a kid? Not like that. And not yeah, if it was something he, important like that. I put my stuff And he up. didn't really have... He didn't really have a front yard to keep that much stuff in. True. Well, you know what's great about that shot is the fact that it shows Mikey coming in through the fence, and then that fence, when they actually start fighting, just disappears. Oh, did it? Yeah. I, I didn't catch that. Yeah, no, sort of. Uh, yeah, because it shows a little wall as uh, Draken's coming out. Like, this is the, um, I forget Takamichi's last name, but... Um, Hanagaki. Yeah, Hanagaki residence. And Man, has a I'm, li- on, I'm on one today. Has a little uh, wall and like the little sort of stereotypical metal fence thing. And you see Mikey there. And then as they're throwing stuff around, it sort of just disappears. Either Takamichi has like a gigantic yard <laughs> <laughs> or that wall just disappears. And you know the best part about this whole fight that like Josh doesn't know and like anime only viewers don't know is how and why this fight ends. Yeah, that's I, I I can't wait to hear some reactions about that next week, uh, with uh with how the fight actually comes to a close. It's 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 fantastic. It's so stupid. I love it. Um, we'll top over from there. Uh, eighty six episode seven. Uh, another another banger of an episode, man. It's fucking rough, dude. <laughs> dude, it was another banger of an episode. We lost a couple more people of the Spearhead Squadron. More of like a couple of lesser known. You know, members of the team. Zach looks very confused. Yeah, we lost a couple in the, all the explosions. We, you got because in the, when, oh, you're right. Yeah, because yeah, okay, it was very them. subtle. It was very yeah. subtle because in, in the explosions of when uh, the, their mechs got blown up, you got a quick shot of the fire of the of those characters shooting fireworks. That was their yeah. like. Oh, this is the character that left. This is the character that's gone. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that's what I thought at first, and then I was like, then they went to the field, and I was like. Did anyone actually die? Because all the main ones are still there. Yeah. It, and then that makes sense sideways. that it's all like side characters. 
Yep. Lost a couple another of the, of the squad. We had a yeah. nice little moment earlier in the episode where the spearhead got a chance to celebrate in this festival because, uh, you know, major waifu, there you go, Zach, yep. uh, Lena, um, shipped off uh, fireworks to them to help them celebrate, but wrote it off as special ammunition. So they had a chance to just enjoy themselves, whatever. And then, you know, we had, they were going in to check, you know, invade that base, right? Mm-hmm. That was yeah. that, they were initiating that mission that brought, that was brought down to them. Which they knew was a death trap. Yeah, they knew was it going to be a suicide mission. And then uh, Lena, you know, she, she called off the mission, which pulled them back. And, you know, Shin agreed to it, you know, after they lost a couple. And that's when they, you know, one thing about this episode is that, you know, in this episode, you know, like uh, Anju and, um, uh, drawing a blank on the redhead girl's name. Uh, I was doing so good in this show up to this point. Uh, they, yeah. were, they were having a little moment in the shower where they were talking about, it's like, you know, they haven't told Lena, like they haven't told Handler one. It's like, and you know, we as the viewers, we have no idea what they're talking about. I the don't other, know what they're talking the other about. The thing is the fact that it showed that Anju apparently has something carved into yep. the back of her body. Yeah, that's true. There's like, you know, carvings in the back of her body. Brutal there. So, you know, early in the episode, we got teased that there's something we don't know as the watcher. Yeah. You know, that's something that we don't know that, you know, Lena does not know either. And uh, then finally, at the end of the episode, we did get the the news uh, from, like, Shin and everyone of what it was that basically, hey, we're, we're going to die no matter what. Like, cause, you know, these past couple episodes, they've kind of, you know, it, she's been sitting there saying, I'm going to get you more people. She's been going to her uncle about it. Like, hey, we need to get them more people. I mean, this is like our best squadron. Come on, let's go. Uh, but they break it to her. They're like, hey, it's not going to happen. Like, they're not going to send more people until we're dead and gone. That's, yeah. just, that's just how this works. The reveal at the end is yeah. that pretty much everyone in the Spearhead Squad are the ones who are close to finishing their five years. Yeah, air and quotes there. Spearhead is the execution grounds. Anyone who survives yeah. that long is all put there until they die. Yeah, exactly. You know, which it just further adds to the just the depressing nature of this series. But man, it's so good. Like the writing for this series, it really just it, it does a great job at just you know pulling at your heartstrings, dude. Uh, you know, Josh, you know, you kind of jumped in this series a little bit later than Zach and I. You know, how how are you feeling towards Seven and just you know how everything's going right now? You still really enjoying the series? I am. Yeah. Um, I, I like this split perspective in the episodes. True. Where, like, you know, the first half of the episodes, one's perspective and the second's the other. Uh, it's really nice. And I'm definitely excited to see where it's going. That's that's massively true, yeah. Especially with that, like, little in snippet of, you know, this, I assume, this Legion, like, tank thing that's just, like, kicking yeah, off his other squadron yeah. one by one. I like, I'm excited to see like where it's going. We got a we got a big fight coming up here soon. I assume that's the shepherd or a commander, because in the episode we do get a shot as they're retreating of Shin getting a very visual of his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. But I don't think that's the one that. Well, because it's a, it's a different squadron, so yeah, possibly I don't know. I can't wouldn't imagine that it was like, but I did forget that Shin can hear those voices from like a very long distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got we got a big fight coming up with that with that uh with that legion. That's going to be super exciting, man. Um I don't know if it'll be necessarily be episode 8, maybe 9, but you know, since the I mean, it'll probably actually never mind. Yeah, it probably will just be 8 cuz this is only 11 episodes. Yeah, we only got four episodes left. Which is so depressing. I'm so upset about that. Uh, you know, this is the series that I watch first every single week. Like, this is the series I am most hyped for at the moment uh, with, with the content that we have on hand. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? 
and the you know the content to come. That is my number one right now. And man, it's depressing that we only have a few weeks left of it. Uh, but what about uh, two year eternity episode seven? Like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch it. It's the only thing I did not watch. But I did watch episode six that I missed last week, and episode six was phenomenal. Absolutely an incredible episode. How was seven? How did we follow up? So seven, Fushi and I forget the old lady's name is like Hanoi or something. Yeah, it starts with a P. Yeah. Um, so it actually focuses more on the kid with a salamander head mm-hmm. and his backstory because it's sort of building up because the first half is about that kid and the second half is the kid uh, teaching Fushi about working at that shop and whatnot because it's sort of building up as like a brother relationship because so far we've had his sort of, I guess, father was the initial kid and then March is being considered his mother. So now he's going to have a brother. Um, yeah, no, that kid has it rough. Him and his, him and his older brother were living together in a tent, building up money to be able to build a house, working the field, selling fruit for a guy they work for. And we find out the kid is all struck by this rich girl who walks around the market stalls and whatnot. And he simps for super hard. Um, anytime he sees her, he blushes whenever she, the few times he talks to her, he can't help but stutter and can't talk properly. And during all this, his brother meets some friends who mention you got to win and run off. And him and his brother have been keeping their money in a little box thing. He comes home one day and realizes someone's missing. And his brother says, someone probably just robbed us. Don't worry about it. And he hides it somewhere else, comes home again later. His brother's gone with a note saying, I've gone to fight against fate, against our fate or against fate and has abandoned his little brother and took all their money. So now his little brother works on his own, and during all this, uh, he almost gets killed by a log because someone's transporting logs, flies off the cart, almost hits him, rolls, gets caught by a branch, and the guy runs off to get help, and as he's soon, he sees the girl he's simping for super hard down on the, at the bottom of the hill, and the log, the branch holding log naturally starts to snap and roll down. And him being a good kid and simping hard, goes and saves her by pushing her over. Pushing over, log misses her. He flies off a cliff. The log follows after him and lands on his fucking face. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, and it's real sad because he saves her and she gets pushed out of the way and sort of falls unconscious. And he's just at the bottom of this cliff ravine thing, uh, with a log on his face. And all the adults see her and it's like, oh, she's bleeding. We need to take care of her because she's of high nobility or whatever. And nobody even looks down the cliff. Nobody saw him. He's just down there with a log on his face, crushed. And, yeah, they take the girl, leave. leave. And it's it's even worse because they do it in, the perspe- in a dark perspective of him because it actually shows the shot of when the log lands on him and it's just dark. Oh, that's that's brutal. Yeah. I love that, but that's brutal. <laughs> I love that as a viewer. <laughs> and then eventually this old guy who is a brewer, and we see one shot of him in the market of him carrying a hog on his back, finds the kid, and he's just like, well, Sonny, you've had it rough to still be alive. He digs him out, takes him to his home, and his face has been destroyed, and he creates wooden pieces for his eyes and nose. Okay. And throughout the whole beginning half, it's showing the kid's face. And then when he, this happens, his face is like shaded really hard. 
until he sees a mirror and sees himself. And it doesn't show us the face, but you can see slight outlines of what's happened. Mm-hmm. And the guy walks in. Ah, oh, you're awake. Your nose is broken. So I helped you out. <laughs> and old is like super chill about this. He's it's like he does this every day. <laughs> like whatever, no big deal. Yeah, the kid's distraught. He's like, well, I'm going to help you out. Gives him a little sound mander mask and... Then it skips three months in the future of where episode six ended with Fushi and the old lady entering the shop. Mm-hmm. And then the second half is uh, Fushi and him interacting with each other, him showing Fushi how to take care of the store, the brewing shop, just showing him around and whatnot. Um, it has a little moment where he wants to take Fushi to the river to clean off because he notices how raggedy Fushi's clothes are. True. It has a moment where he, they're running to the forest and Fushi just stops. And the old lady's like, you're scared of the forest? Yeah. After, <laughs> after episode six, yeah, yeah after, fair. After what happened. <laughs> and, the, and the kid doesn't understand. He's like, okay, oh well, I guess we'll go back in the house. And more or less it just has those two interacting with each other, sort of building up this relationship between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Even has a moment where they're all eating dinner and the old people are just talking about schemes they can use Fushi for to make money. He's like, no, you can't do that to Fushi. He, I want him part of our fa- of this family, and more or less saying that he's the older brother. Fushi's the little brother, mm. and then during all this, Fushi and him are working the front door, and lo and behold, uh, Miss Rich Girl or Noble Girl walks in, and he's real smitten with her and everything, trying to talk to her and whatnot. Only to find out the reason she's in the store is because she's simping for Fushi. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, plot twist. <laughs> More or less him pushing Fushi out to get him away so he can't steal her mm-hmm. uh, from him. Then we have a nice little shot after that. Those little events of him crying to his uh, futon. And the old guy's like, ah, brings, <laughs> builds character, has more or less a speech of, it builds character and strength <laughs> having heartache. <laughs> And then uh, I don't really remember what happens after that. So it just ends a bit after that. I'm going to go further into the relationship of uh, Fushi and this kid. Okay. The the one thing that I really loved about uh, episode six, well, I mean, I love the whole thing, but uh, obviously like the, the whole fighting sequence that we got, you know, was... It was really unique. It, it was super unique, super cool. But I loved how throughout that episode six is you more and more you got to see Fushi learn and yes. grow where he actually can speak now besides just saying you know thank you like he can actually put together some sentences and yeah. kind of talk communicate a little bit i think that was one of the biggest takeaways for six for me and with this and seven the kids also been teaching him other things like telling him if you're not sure about saying say i don't know and right. things like that so fushi's slowly gaining a vocabulary yeah i'm really curious to see where the rest of the series is going to go i'm still tempted to read it but i'm kind of on the boat that you are about reading it where yeah. i don't know if i want to have those feels twice <laughs> i'd rather just have it once and just get it over with uh what about eden zero episode seven good episode you know follow yep. up to the little uh spat we had between uh elsie and uh shiki which gets to see some more of shiki's abilities uh, which looked awesome, by mm-hmm. the way, where he used, what was it called, uh, like uh, something Comet, Dark Comet. 
Was that what it was called? Gravity Comet. Gravity Comet. Uh, you know, which you know, got to see more of his abilities in that regard, uh, which was super dope. They actually got the Eden Zero. Yep. Uh, the Eden Zero is officially, you know, in in the series now. We're we're moving forward. Which this is going to open everything else up from this point forward. Got introduced to Witch. Got introduced to Witch. Uh, the next one's going to be Sister, right? Yep. Yeah. So the next one's going to be Sister, and then we're going to have Hermit introduced not long after that. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean it was it was a it was a dope episode. And don't too. forget about Homer. Yeah, yeah, we have we have we have her coming up here soon. Um, but yeah, I mean this was a dope episode. I uh, wish I could talk in full blown details about it. I really do, but I do want to be respectful for people that want to watch this when it officially comes out on Netflix. But I mean, it was a great episode, though. I think you know the biggest takeaway is that this is the episode that's going to really start to take things off because they got eaten zero. Uh, that's where things are going to really just kind of exp- you know go from there and explore from there. But um, you have any takeaways on the episode before we move on? And after this episode, Rebecca has unfortunately has a tentacle play video out there. That's true. <laughs> That's true. She does. That's true. She does. Uh, next up, uh, we do have Seven Deadly Sins, uh, episodes 19 and 20 of the final season. Episode 19 being, um, you know, back and forth fighting where you have fighting between the, the Sins and the Demon King and fighting with Zeldris and the Demon King as well. Uh, it was it was a decent episode. It was fine. I uh, didn't really have any major complaints with it. A couple funny little tidbits. Once Zeldris comes back into play, I, I did think that was enjoyable um, between Meliodas and him, kind of poking fun. One of my favorite moments in the episode, because of how like quick and like kind of subtle it was, mm-hmm. was when Zeldris was fighting uh, the Demon King. He was talking, okay. you know, the Demon King was saying something about how, like, oh, Melios don't give a shit about you, blah, blah. Uh, Zeldra, you know, keep in mind in this situation, uh, G- uh, Geldra, you know, Melios, uh, Zeldris is, you know, woman's like right mm-hmm. behind him. You know, Zeldris is like, oh, you can't fool me. You know, I, I know what's in Melios's heart, you know, and it's just like you you have no idea the power that can come from whenever you, you know, whenever you love someone. And then he just pauses and he immediately turns around to Geldra. He's like, don't tell Meliodas I said that. I thought that was I thought that was funny funny as can be. Uh, and then whenever he does get out, you know, he finally you know kind of gets out. There was a moment where he was like laying, like Gelder's holding him, and he's like laying, like facing up, whatever. And he immediately just like turns around and, and just face plants into Gelder's tits. You just like it's like a comfort thing, and Melodios, you know, he has, you know, it turns in like little like the chibi style form yeah. that they'll do, and Melodios is like, ah, oh, so you're a you're a tits guy, and Zeldris <laughs> is like, shut up, leave me alone. <laughs> so those were a couple tidbits there about nineteen that was really funny. Twenty was the conclusion to this fight, and I gotta say, the second half of episode twenty it did things to me. I'm not gonna lie, it did things to me. Like where there's one just sliding across the floor? Not that. Okay. Not that. I, I I'm, I'm not gonna say what happened because this is obviously a big one. Um, but of as much you know, the bond moment that was a personal one for me and a lot of people. That's a that's a dope ass moment. That's a dope ass fight. Okay, Meliodas and Escanor in the previous season. That's a dope ass fight. That they've obviously screwed up both. Right. There are you know lots of tidbits here in the fight with Demon King. They have screwed up. But I you know stepping back away from like personal feelings on that. I feel like any Seven Deadly Sins fan that's read the manga can all agree. If there was any moment for them not to screw up, mm-hmm. it was this moment in episode twenty. And I got to say they did not screw it up. It was not, they, they, they did it wonderfully. They did this moment justice. 
really brought out a lot of emotion in me. They did a really great job delivering the emotion factor of the second half of the episode. This episode did things to me, man. I, I watched today on lunch, and I'm just like, oh damn, I'm starting to tear up here, man. This is <laughs> this is this is some rough shit. This is it was it was a good episode. I, I got to say, the second half of the episode was actually really good. Um, with that said. What was you guys' favorite episode of the week? I'm going to be honest. Uh, I don't know if I can pick one. I have like a four-way tie. I'm going to be completely real with you. I have no idea what my favorite could be. 86. Respectable. Josh, what about you? I think I'm going to go Tokyo Avengers. Respectable. Uh, I have a potential four-way tie between, believe it or not, for the first time, for the first time ever. Dragon Quest? Seven Deadly Sins episode 20 is in contention. Even though it was last week's episode, Eternity, episode 6, 86, and My Hero. I, I don't know if I can pick between them. If I had to pick, uh, honestly, j- just for the memes, I'll go ahead and I'll go, go ahead and give it to Seven Deadly Sins. For the first time ever, <laughs> they take the crown. They, hey, this, they, hey, man, they did one thing right that needed to be done right, so I'll give them the crown for favorite episode. I mean, it drew a lot of emotion out of me. Okay. So, I mean, it was a good time. After that, I'd probably say 86, though. 86, it was fire. All right, so let's wrap up the show with our chapter ratings for the week. Uh, Kicking things off, we did have one piece on a break. Uh, So let's hop over to My Hero Academia 313. What would you guys rate it? Eight. Uh, Eight was my rating as well. Uh, Seven. Okay. What about Black Clover 293? Nine. 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 Uh, Dr. Stone 197. Hmm. Seven. I gave it an eight, personally. Yeah, I was leaning. I was leaning at eight. I was struggling with it, but when I really look at, it, I was like, I got back together. Eh, seven. Uh, what about uh, JJK one forty nine? Uh, ten. I enjoyed the shit out of that. Oh, okay. You getting a ten from Josh this week? That's what's up. I gave it a nine personally. I'll give it a nine. Yeah, it was a great chapter, man. Uh, Mission Years of Core Family, 83. Give that bad boy a 9. That 34-pager was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome chapter. Uh, and also, my God, that was probably, in my opinion, like the, the color page was like, that is like the best color page we've got this year. Like, that, that was a Honestly, beautiful color page. Honestly, you posted page. that in our Discord, and I was like, I was like, when did he start reading another space monk? <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> but that's what I just glanced at. What I really looked at, I was like, oh, okay. Now, that was a beautiful color page, man. I love that. Undead and Luck, Chapter 64. I give that one an 8. Uh, Mashal 63. Give that one a 9. Got, nine. Some, got some good shit going on in Mashal right now. Josh? Um, I'll, I'll, give it a, I'll give it an 8. Okay, I respect that. Sakamoto Day is 24. I'll give it a seven. Give it an eight, personally. Uh, Elusive Samurai, chapter 17. I gave this one an eight as well. See, I was sort of struck between this one. I mean, it wasn't bad, but at the same time, I felt like something was missing. So I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. I tell C, chapter 16. I give this one a seven. Josh, you said you have not caught up on it, correct? I have not. That's correct. Okay. Uh, Which Watch, chapter 15. I gave this one an eight, believe it or not. No, seven. Um, what about Ball Parade Chapter 14? Yes, uh, no, I think I'm leaning more towards a 6. I mean, even with the rivalry that happened, I wasn't really hyped for it. I gave this one a 7. It was okay. Uh, what about Blue Box Chapter 6? 8. 
Really? I gave this one a seven. Uh, I can see your eight, though. Uh, what about Candy Flurry Chapter 5? I gave this one an eight. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. I'm enjoying Candy Flurry. It's just dumb enough for me to enjoy. Uh, My Hero Vigilantes 102. I'd give that one an eight. Um, Kaiju number eight, nine. Chapter 35. Yeah, I give it a nine. Uh, yeah, nine. Uh, hopping over from there, we've got some Weekly Shonen Magazine stuff. Tokyo Avengers 207. Eight. I give it an eight. Super pumped, though. Really enjoyed this chapter. You know what's really going to be bad about it? Hmm. It's just the fact of the fight we're going to get. Yeah, I know. I know. And we're going to have to have a freaking rally. I know. It's going to be a really big one, too. It is. <laughs> yeah, that fight is going to be intense, dude. I'm ready. This is a good chapter. Uh, this is what I've been waiting to get back to for the past couple weeks. Uh, Eden Zero 144. I gave it an eight. Eight. Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Chapter 17. I gave it an eight. Uh, Ranger Reject, Chapter 15. Gave that one an eight. Uh, got a High School was on a break, which is really disappointing because that Chapter 516 ended on a massively, massively awesome tease note. And the unfortunate thing about Webtoon, it just says hiatus. Yeah. So it may that may have been the mid-season break, so we may not see it for a couple weeks. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll continue to stay updated on that. Uh, Onary 234. Now, this was the mid-season finale, yes. so we it is now confirmed. Now, this one is 1,000% confirmed from the author on Twitter that Unordinary will return later this year. So we're going to be without Unordinary for a few months, unfortunately. But Unordinary uh, 234, what would you uh, rate this one? I gave it an 8, personally. I gave it an A for John learning how to gel properly. I respect that. I saw someone comment on that. I thought that was funny. Uh, solo leveling 153. I give this one an eight. I'll give it an eight. I'm hoping we get big ass shield and knife wielding demon. I'm hoping for like the most badass team up that we're gonna have in this series right I now. I feel like it's going <laughs> it's gonna have to be. Yeah, it's gonna be such a dope team up between those two, man. I'm I'm here for it. What about Weak Hero one thirty nine? I gave it a seven. Yeah, seven's good. And lastly, finishing things up, we have L Seed one thirteen. Eight. What was you guys' favorite chapter of the week? Josh, yours is pretty clear. You know, uh, gave you, yeah. you gave a 10 on JJK. So what about you, Zach? What would be your favorite chapter of the week? Mm, I think I'm actually going to give it to Blue Box. Really? Yeah, okay. I really liked Blue Box this week. Okay, all right. Um, Man, I am, uh, I got to say, I am torn between two. I'm torn between um, Kaiju and Mission Yozakura family. It's going to be one of those two. I'll go ahead and give it to Mission Yozakura family. Shout out to them for getting the cover. <laughs> a dope ass color page. No, that was a that was a really good chapter, guys. I cannot stress that enough. Uh, we do have confirmed for next Shonen uh, Jump issue is going to be uh, Black Clover. Yep, is going to be on the cover. I would expect a Berserk tribute on that. I would see it. Yeah. I, I would expect that personally. Uh, Berserk tribute potentially for the cover. Uh, we also did get confirmed the color pages for that issue, but I am drawing a blank on them. Um, I do. I could not tell you. I think. I think Witch Watch is getting a Witch Watch just got a color page. That's right. Witch Watch just got one in this issue. Um, cannot remember what the color pages are for next week. So, eh, but either way. Uh, but yeah, I'd say Michigan Yosecore family, though. It's my favorite for sure. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for the show. We've got, we hit everything that we wanted to hit this week. Um, if you guys made it all the way to the end, you guys are awesome. We appreciate you. 
whether if you're listening or watching, if you're watching, make sure to hit the like button or dislike either or, and uh, make sure to subscribe to the channel. We'd greatly appreciate that. Continue to grow. I have been seeing some more uh, subs come in on our YouTube channel. Sparky, Sparky three. I've seen, you know, it's, it's slow going, but Hey, it's, it's, it's going up. That's what matters. It is slow going though. And it will be for a little while and that's fine. We understand how this works. Uh, but if you could, please subscribe. We'd greatly appreciate that. Um, you know, like I kind of joked about midway through the show, I should have mentioned this at the very beginning. Go check out our bonus cast for 10 great anime character backstories. Uh, we do have that on the on the channel as well as available on every platform in audio format. Um, we I do think that our next bonus cast is probably going to be set, and I'm going to probably go ahead and say we'll probably do a Father's Day edition bonus cast. That was something that you pitched, Zach. Yep. Uh, that is coming up in June. Um, so we'll probably go ahead and lock that in. Go ahead and do that for the next bonus cast. And uh, I also have a bonus cast that I'm working on to come out in the next month or so, which is going to be the first. We, we, we've talked about this maybe on the show. I know we talked about Behind Closed Doors with us, but the, the first sales pitch for why you should watch or read this, uh, to no surprise, the first one I'm doing will be Kaito Hitman Reborn. Uh, I'm working on a sales pitch bonus cast for that. You know these these sales pitches that we we've kind of talked about. It's going to be very short. At least at least mine is. If you if you guys want to do one and make it really long and detailed, that's you know whatever you guys want to do. You and uh, Josh, that's you guys' choice. But for me personally, mine's going to be short to the point. Like this is why you should check it out. X, Y, and Z. Hit bullet points. Talk about it. You know briefly without spoiling the entire series. That, that's how I'm going to do mine at least. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Still working on figuring out what the next spoiler cast is going to be. Don't know what the next spoiler cast is going to be. We know we got a couple ideas lined up, like uh, Shield Hero setting up for Season 2. We've got Demon Slayer Season 2. So we do have a couple things in mind that we're working on right now. But, you know, subscribe to the channel. You can stay up to date with everything that we have going on. Follow us on Twitter, at Animan Podcast. Also stay up to date that way as well. And also make sure to go check out my other podcast, my gaming podcast, Lighthearted Gamers. You can follow us on Twitter, at LH Gamers Podcast. That's also available on every single platform, as well here on this YouTube channel. If you're watching it here, you can go check it out over there. Lots of cool stuff come out of uh, uh, Lighthearted Gamers. Really excited for that one. Uh, Zach, Josh, you guys have anything you guys want to say to wrap things up here for the show? For anybody listening to this on audio or watching a video on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, star, whatever your platform lies. Lows, it does help if you're on YouTube and you do like us. Uh, subscribe. If you care to be notified, hit that bell. We do appreciate it. If not, as Alex says, we'll keep living. That's true. Well, maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe we'll one see. day it'll get to us. Yeah, maybe one day. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're gonna hey, we're gonna keep on going. You dislike it, that's fine. We're gonna keep on rocking with our content. Josh, you got anything for us? Uh, just you know, follow us on Twitter at Animan Podcast. Tell us, uh, you know, what you think, what you want to hear, anything like that. Right on, right on. All right. Well, like I said, if you made it all the way to the end, you're awesome, and we appreciate you for it. Uh, hopefully, um, you have a great rest of your day, whatever day you're watching this or listening. Hopefully, the rest of your day is absolutely freaking incredible. Hopefully, the rest of your week is incredible. All that good stuff. Till next time, guys. See you.